Begin Podfix Network transmission in 3, 2, 1. seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on the 8.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Welcome. Hey, we're back. Guess who's back? Back again. We're back. We're back. It's not rocket surgery. Is back on the air after Yay! a long time. Um, episode three hundred and thirty-eight of this science, technology, and geek culture phenomenon. Do 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 do. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Come on, we're back in the groove already. We're back. You know. The old jokes are the best jokes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In the studio. They're the only ones we know. <laughs> well, you know, because we're old. In the studio with me, Vlado, for this uh, crazy ride that will be 338, this 7th of May, 2023, mm-hmm. is Tony. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy, indeed. How's it uh, going? It's going all right. It's yeah. been a while. I look back, your last episode was a prediction show. Yeah, yeah. Which, so, was, which was February, yeah. but actually that was only like five episodes ago. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting used to the corkboard surroundings yeah. again. Yeah, last time you were here, it was uh, probably 30-something degrees in February. Yes, and, and now, now it's, it's like it's cold. freezing. It's a balmy six a degrees. Balmy not much. Balmy not much outside. It's pleasant 20 in here. Well, yes, because we've got the heater on. <laughs> Lying in my face. My my face is hot. My feet are cold. <laughs> so, on average, you're, you're just right. I'm good. Yeah. Um, my middle is just <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you want it's it to a, be. That's where you want it to be my right. middle is a large heat sink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a show title already. <laughs> uh, yes. So, we've got lots to talk about, uh, this, <laughs> given it's been... Five weeks. Five week. Five weeks of news and entertainment. Uh-huh. And the world's been taken over by robots. You know, it's awesome. It's, there's a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of people have died. People have been crowned king. Uh, oh, geez, that's right. And there's just recently Cinco de Mayo and May the 4th just gone past. Yep. In the, it's in the rearview mirror already. That's right. Holidays. Holidays. We don't celebrate. <laughs> and made up geek holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so some of the stuff we've got to talk about um, is like all those things, but also exploding rockets. I thought you were going to say kittens. <laughs> no, rockets unless it's something. Unless it's something I didn't know. It was a catastrophe. <laughs> There's SpaceX is launching kittens into 
spacing de- declaring it a success when it explodes. Elon just doesn't want you to know about the kitten no, no. experiments. It was it was all a secret. It was you, it was going to d- be divulged if it was a success. Um, we've got <laughs> <laughs> we've got the Artemis two, a crew named. We've got. Um, has it been that long since we've been? It on? has been that long. So that space was suits. Space suits. Um, what else did I promise we'll talk about? There, um, uh, AI Godfather has left. Um, has quit Google. AI now can read your mind. Do 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 do. Well, can re- read someone's mind. Well, so not your because it hasn't been trained on your mind. So the the collective or the royal your. The royal your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can have a royal we. We can have a royal your. 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 That's that's not royal. That's that's um, Southern America. Your. Yeah. Uh, be royal. Can it, Kansas City Royals. Is the, was Kansas City part of the South? Missouri. Mm. Would have been, I'm not sure. Were they a state yet? I don't know. We're getting into American history. Um, we don't know nothing. We talk about uh, and uh, nose pickings being uh, linked to Alzheimer's. Is it? Yeah. In mice. In mice. Yeah. Uh, My studies. So <laughs> <laughs> the obvious question is: How does a mouse pick its nose? <laughs> like it's got little legs and a long snout. Yep. We should make it easier to pick its nose. Question, the question was: How does a T Rex pick, it, pick its nose? Obviously, it couldn't. That's why they didn't die of Alzheimer's. They had to wait for an asteroid to come and kill them. Okay. <laughs> so, mice don't die of Alzheimer's. They do die. Well, it was. A, it, I don't know that they picked their nose Did they normally. pick the nose for the mouse? It, it was. It, that's right. It was the nose. The mouse. Not mouse. The mice noses. Mouse noses. The mouse's noses. Do you pluralize the mice? Mouse. When you say mouse noses, because that would mean no, no, but you're, be mice noses. No, you're giving you're giving ownership to the mice, so it's the mouses, mouses. noses, mouses noses. But that that well, that, it's the mice, the mice, <laughs> mice, mice's noses. Oh, this is what, this it's is plural. why we're engineers and not English professors, <laughs> Vlado. <laughs> so it's a plural nose, so it has to be plural mouse because you can't have more than one nose on one mouse unless you're talking about, talking about the ones that you grow can, on their back. You can grow them. <laughs> But it's usually ears that grow on the, the, the mouse's back. Possessive so mouse. So it's mice's noses. Mice's noses. Mice's noses nose. That's right. So that's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, and we have another candidate for a mice's... A mice's, so it's mice. Mm, with a is. possessive mm. apostrophe noses. <sighs> Scintillating radio. If you want to make this scintillating radio and say hello, you can do so on Facebook and on Twitter at R-C-K-T-S-R-G-R-Y. You could have mice's noses and nostrils. Could, too. And <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming a Peter Piper pecked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled noses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next story, Vlado. Those, those are the ones I promised. Okay, okay they're the ones you. So promised. They're, they're the promised stories. Um, we'll there are probably there's a whole heap of other ones we'll do. Um, we'll play some some uh, music which I've teed up to to line up with some valets. Yeah. So you know because it's been some musical passings away. Bit of God save the queen. 
<laughs> God save the Queen. No, we we played that a long time ago when uh, when when Elizabeth passed away. Uh, I did play that song. There you I go. think I don't remember. It's been so long. Um, yeah. So and there's a lot to, uh, we'll talk about. I think we'll go, we'll go in depth on AI. In depth. Um, was there anything else? Oh, there's some entertainment stories. If we get to Obi Wan Kenobi, what, you've been watching anything lately? I did see uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Any good? Uh, look, I heard bad things, and then I heard about boycotts, and then I've only heard good things since it's been released. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you, do you want a spoiler? No, no. Well, look, I, I had no intention of watching it. So, is it good? Yes, it's good. Yes, uh, but it's it's spoiler rich. No, no. I was just saying, you know, uh-huh. we discussed it during the entertainment. Oh, jeez. Oh, spo- oh, 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 keep your powder dry, even though okay. I've moistened it, it. It may or may not be good. I've moistened your powder. We'll give it time to dry b- between now and the entertainment section. If we you always it. moisten my powder, Vlado. <laughs> this is a uh, <laughs> a title-rich show. <laughs> um, all right. So, like I said, if you want to say uh, hello on Facebook and on Twitter, you can do so at R-C-K-T-S-R-G-O-I, the rock- rocket surgery, no vowels. Um, or you can get us on our personal devices if you know the numbers. We don't share that out, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, and look, Andrew and uh, Jeff are not here, so although contact them on their personal numbers if you, know, you like. And look, they know they know how to get a, get get to us. So if you know them, but you don't know us, I'd be surprised. One, but two, you can get to us through them as a conduit. They're like, they're like saints for us. They're like what? They're like saints. Saints. Yeah. So you. Saint- Saint Jeff, Saint Jeff, Saint Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Saint Andrew. <laughs> wow! Look, as in they, you can contact us through them if you need. If, if you, you don't, can't if you don't directly direct, to us, is that no, you is can that? if you know us. If you know us, yeah. I mean, you can't just pray, and we, we, we're not we're not godly. It's bringing the whole Reformation <laughs> into a new light, I'll tell you. <laughs> It has been way too long since we've been in the studio. <laughs> Obviously, we're getting all this pent-up silliness out of our, our system early. That's right. So if you would like to talk to St. Vlada. <laughs> no, I'm not the saint. Oh, you're not the saint. Andrew and Jeff are the saints. St. Andrew, yeah. who's a Scottish saint. Any, I don't know who St. Jeff is. St. Jeff. Is there a St. Jeff? I'm sure there is. Most. Let's, let's, let's Google that now. St. Jeffrey, the patron saint of... Uh, saint of knobs uh, monkeys, patron <laughs> saint of knobs, monkeys, monkeys. Um, there's a Saint Jeffrey with a G. Yeah, Would that not do? The same, no, no, it can't be. Um, but I'm not seeing any Saint Jeffreys with a J. Hmm. We'll, we'll, we can Google that during the um, look during the songs. If you'd like to sign a petition to the Pope to canonize Jeff, just <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Who is Saint Geoffrey in the Catholic religion? Uh, there's a Godfrey. Well, why would you talk about Godfrey when there's when he's, you're asking about Jedfrey? He's the saint of vacuum cleaners, right? French. So Godfrey of uh, and mines French Geoffrey. There you go. Geoffrey is just the French version of Godfrey. Was a bishop of Amiens who was a saint of the Catholic Church. Okay, there good you go. on him. There you go. So we learned something already before the first station break and song. Jeez. We're, we're, we're breaking new ground. Um, yes. Uh, look, and look. You've lost Facebook, your place. Oh, yeah, I've completely derailed, even though there weren't any rails to start with. Um, 
we should probably do a, there's no station breaks up yet really no anyway how about we uh, we do a song what do you reckon it's because okay. it's almost quarter two i oh, haven't oh. rehearsed anything I but <laughs> let's go for <laughs> it i'm sh- i'm sure yeah you know it's playing <laughs> um i spoke too soon so no lot no as soon as i said there's no station break one pops up it makes a liar of you. So we'll do the station break. We'll do a song. Um, we'll I'll back announce, and we'll come back with real stories and not us rambling. We'll I'll back announce who the uh, the valet was for for that, and then we'll get into some of the science, tech, and geek culturey stuff. Back soon. You said them, you said them, you said them, you said them, you said them. Daylight come and you I think that's your phone about to tell you to be quiet. And we're back. So, Hazza. Hazza. Harry. Hazza. Never heard him called Hazza. But, you know, if he ever came to Australia, they probably would called him Hazza. That was Harry Belafonte, who was our first valet. Off the rank. <laughs> First fellow off the rank. Yeah. Um, Harry Palafonte died at the age of 96. Yeah, the innings. Well, you know, uh, just four runs off a t- century. Is 96 one of the, the... No. No? It's not one of those numbers that people panic about? 99? Well, Max worried about 99. But. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but no, Harry Belafonte, uh, barrier-breaking singer, actor, activist, died '96. Uh, last week, week before. Um, my link to the um, New York Times tells me that I've used all my articles. So, <laughs> um, so they are otherwise known as the Banana Boat song. Um, also known for uh, Mary's Boy Child and uh, Island in the Sun. Um and uh Kingston Town. Kingston Town, Michelle, I prefer J- Jamaica's Farewell as a song. Well, everyone's a freaking critic, aren't they? <laughs> Maybe she, she, she had a chance to put her two cents in. Maybe next time I do have to do a valet for uh Harry Belafonte, I'll play Jamaica's song. Next time Harry <laughs> Harry Belafonte dies, okay. Done. Um from Barry, she says. From Barry. Who's Barry? Uh, Manilow. Barry Manilow? He wrote the songs, you know. I write the songs that make the whole... Um, so, uh, yes, so uh, his greatest achievement as a campaigner, as a civil rights activist. And also he uh, organised uh, the American... We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So, so yes, he was one of the organisers of that Live Aid... I can hear myself singing out those. Yeah. I've got to turn that off because that's quite off-putting. I apologise to anybody who's listening live or the podcast for my singing. Um, so, yes, that that was our first volley. Uh, so, uh, Michelle's chimed in, obviously, with her criticisms of my music selection. Um, and uh, Maria pre-show chimed in, say, hey, crew, good to hear you guys back on the air. It is good to be back on the air. It is. It's good to uh, see that you're... Uh, Listening and enjoying our lovely dulcet tones. Dulcet. Dulcet. You know, that means caramel. No, that's dolce. 
Dolce tones. The Cabri tones. The caramel milkies. (laughs) Caramel koala tones. All right. How about we do some of these other other stuff? Um, So uh, the first, we'll, we'll talk about space first. How's that sound? You're going to do the other valets? Uh, we'll, we'll do the other valets as we do the other songs. Oh, you're going to... Yeah, break, mix, I'm mixing it up a bit. I'm really looking forward to see what Bob, Bob Maguire's saying. <laughs> <but> sweet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it might not have been a song by Bob Maguire, <laughs> but it was a song that uh, I thought of when um, I okay. saw him pass away. Cool. Saw that he had passed away. I didn't okay. see him pass away. So what are we doing with subjects? Space. Space. Okay. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. What's wrong? Nothing. Looking for your spectacles? Yes. I don't know. Might have left a mess. They're on your head, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) I've found them now. All right. Uh, the Starship launcher, first orbital attempt, explodes in an epic fireball. Kaboomba. Kaboom. So uh, for a hot minute, it looked like SpaceX had done a seemingly impossible. The space company's gigantic <laughs> Starship prototype spacecraft and super heavy booster officially cleared the launch pad. Slowly. It, 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 I think yeah. I can. It did a little red yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah, But it did look impressive when it got off. It, what was quite impressive was all the damage that was happening that we saw below it. Uh, below it. Um, but so um, it did clear the uh, the launch pad on the uh, 21st of April. Um, and uh, the, the, from its uh, the SpaceX's company's south texas testing facility um but about a minute uh, was it a minute and something afterwards um it exploded yeah. it was it was it failed to the second stage failed to uh, separate and so and spread it across the uh texas uh, yeah so and it started to uh landscape. spiral uncontrollably and mm-hmm. uh a they say that they detonated it to yeah. 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 They pressed the big red button. Big red button. Glasses on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? Michelle. Uh, it happens, Michelle. It does. I'm sure, sure, sure I'm not the All first. Right. Here's, here's Michelle uh, has said, glasses on your head. You are officially old, Tony. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> All right. Um, so it took several minutes for, uh, into the maiden voyage. The, uh, uh, the stack reached a height of just over 24 miles, and the 400-foot f- um, tower started, tower, as in the SLS, started spinning uncontrollably and eventually exploded in a huge cloud of gas, likely uh, the result of the yes, self-destruct. Um, but basically, uh, they... Everyone at SpaceX said it was a success because they, they were only trying because, to prove they could actually that's what clear their the paychecks are, are based upon. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, the, I think the um, uh, the media coverage has painted in anything other than a success, and also then the uh, um, the FAA. And the EPA and the EPA basically, well, FAA basically grounded the entire fleet yep. indefinitely um, until they uh, investigate. 
Um, and the EPA basically are gonna are investigating and potential charges because of uh, the ecological damage. Um, mm-hmm. um, I saw the. I didn't link the story, but there was some camera uh, man who lost like forty thousand dollars worth of equipment. Um, yep. From the damage. Someone's car got crashed. Yeah. So debris was flying everywhere. Um, but that was on the launch. On the yeah, on yeah. the launch. The the breaking up of the launch pad. Yep. Concrete and stuff flying everywhere. It took out several of the engines, which mm-hmm. is why it was so yeah slow to take off because it lost. Something like. Twelve percent. Yeah, of its engines. Because actually, I, I watched the launch, and you could actually see on that it shows you a little matrix of the engines, and you see the ones that go out, and it's just right. Okay, yeah. so um, so that probably affected the um, a, the, the uh, second stage. Yeah, because it's actually a mechanic. It's a gravity based second stage. Okay, so when you have a an you know, traditional rockets have like, you know, what you'd think of, like little clamps that yep. let go and hydraulics and stuff that operate mm-hmm. where apparently the second stage on this is based on the fact that um, as it goes off, the angle changes and it just falls away. Right. There's no, it's, There's, you know, it's on the cheap because it's meant to be on the cheap mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be a cheap rocket. So I think maybe that the... Uh, that might have had something to do with the second stage so, not well deploying as well. So the, they often use like explosives to to yeah, yeah to do that ensure that there's a deployment. Obviously, but this one was based purely on gravity. thrust and gravity and mm. things like that. So yes, did, did they not talk about the uh, moments of uh, like inertia and and momentum and basically unless there's a force acting on it, it's not going to change course. Well, it changes angle. So it actually, so the top sort of goes over the and the the thrust of the engine stop and it falls away. Okay. But yes, it didn't fall it away didn't, and uh, the whole thing, you know, it was something like, it was a couple of seconds behind where it should have been uh-huh. in flight too. Because, because of, the, of the engines getting yep. taken out. It was actually not on time with its flight path either. right so yeah so then they exploded it and it spread itself over a wide area mm-hmm. so it's not too bad when they go up and they explode on the launch pad right because they're locally contained this yep. one was what what did we say 20 miles or something yeah uh 24 yeah miles so it was not no it was no longer uh local local yeah it was um 24 miles um mm. yeah so it was. Uh, so the FAA, so the Federal Aviation Authority, has uh, is investigating, um, and it could be out for months because mm-hmm. of the uh, the explosion. Which then can affect Artemis because Artemis is based on. Oh no! Artemis is not using the SLS though. The SLS is about launching to. No, no, but they're using the rockets. Well, stage that's right. For, but are they for are the lander? That that is true. But so they haven't. Ground, have they grounded all SpaceX well, flights? Well, can't or? do any experimentation on it, right? But it's not a, not experimentation if they're uh, using the ones that are pr- uh, they they proved successful in Artemis One. Artemis One went around. Yeah, but the it moon. didn't. The 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 lander that goes onto the moon mm-hmm. carries astronauts onto yeah. the moon and it is 
but they're not they're not going to be actually testing the lander this this flight. Artemis Artemis no, two not the next flight, but it might delay the actual landing of people on the. Oh yes, moon. Oh, yes, absolutely. That that is a uh, real possibility. So speaking of Artemis two, how about we we go into Artemis two? Uh, uh, the crew of Artemis smooth, two, yeah, you know, smooth like a stage two separation like on, a on cheese some, grater, something other than a <laughs> SpaceX flight. Um, we're going back to the moon, and here's the crew of the Artemis two. So this is back in early April, so just after our, our last show, um, NASA has announced four astronauts that will make the crew of the Artemis two uh, the next step. The amb- ambitious mission to return humans to the surface of the moon now artemis 2 is not landing on the moon this is for people who will mm. be in the next orbit of the we'll, moon. we'll get a view of the moon we'll get yeah that's right uh four astronauts announced uh, are nasa's uh reed wiseman victor glover and record-breaking uh christina kosh c-o-c-h and canadian astronaut jeremy hansen so oh, that's nice. Why? Well, you know, after they had their band as a, mm, but <laughs> as, a as young brothers, mm. he's gone on to become an astronaut. Nice. <laughs> I always saw potential in 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 the Hanson boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the mission will not land on the moon, but will be the first crew mission to go around the moon in over half a century. Uh, and includes the first woman and the first person of colour to go to the moon. And the first Canadian. And the first Canadian. Yeah, no, they're, they're ticking all the boxes. There's a lot of diversity there. Yes. Um, together, this will usher the new era of exploration and a, gen- a new generation of star sailors and dreamers, the Artemis star generation. That's what they're called. Uh, NASA Administrator Senator Bill Nelson said in a press conference. So, um, follows on Artemis two follows on from the success of Artemis one, but the announcement predates the explosion of the SLS, um, which flew to the moon. So they're talking about this uh, mission taking place um, later this year or early next year, I think. I'm going to talk about a lot of the previous history, assuming the success of Artemis two. Um, so they're talking about humans landing on 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 the moon in 2025. Um, the article doesn't actually. St- state a date for the Artemis 2 flight. I thought that was somewhere else. Might have been in a different article. Um, so what do you reckon? Is it a go for launch? Why not? Why not? Uh, so the um, Wikipedia's tell me the uh, planned launch date for Artemis 2 is November 2024. Cool. So ne- next year, late next year. Um, and it's a 10-day planned uh, mission. Yeah. 10 days in the sun through the Van Allen bill. In the sun. 10 days of radiation and all good. You know, what's the worst that could happen? They could get hit by a meteorite. They could blow Alien up on the launch pad. They could blow up on the launch pad is probably the worst. Um, what else we got in space? What else we got in space, Tony? Um, stars. Stars, yeah. True. Um, black holes. Black holes. Um, runaway black holes. With stars. Creating a trail of stars. Yeah. See? Nice. Smooth. 
Like a baby's bottom. Um, so uh, the Hubble Space Telescope, yes, it's still there. Yes, it's still seeing things. It's going. It's doing, it's doing its stuff. A Don't huge, it. A huge black hole is tearing through space, leaving behind 200,000 light years long trail of newborn stars. Cool. That's pretty impressive that that sort of destructive force can actually have such rebirth potential. Out of death comes rebirth. Out of death. Black holes are death? Well, they kill stars. <laughs> Star killer. Star killer. <laughs> that's, that's, you should call that. Uh, Star Wars should use that. Um, uh, rampaging through the blackness uh, and plowing into gas clouds as it in its path, the supermassive monster is likely born of a bizarre game of intergalactic billiards. <clears throat> the incredible forces that play this gas uh, means this gas is being forced to, into contrails of a new uh, contrails of new stars that are being captured on camera in NASA's powerful Hubble Space Telescope. I like the fact that they still call it powerful. Well, it is. Well, you know, compared to James Webb. Yeah, it's better than what you got in your backyard. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, I'll play that. So it was pretty impressive that that it this one they're still using this, but two they're seeing such cool new stuff. Um, so the black hole weighs as much as twenty million suns, uh, has uh, left behind a trail of two hundred thousand new stars. Scientists say that the black hole has was discovered by accident through the uh, space Hubble Space Telescope. By accident. By accident, you know. The janitor was just cleaning up and saw this thing on the, on the thought it was a smudge and then tried to wipe it off. Wipe it off and goes, um, I didn't do it. Nobody saw me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Shaggy. Shaggy's the cleaner at the uh, at uh, at the uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory. <sighs> Moving on. Yep. Moving on. Uh, scientists finally confirmed that the inside of the moon is basically just solid cheese. Solid cheese. No, just solid cheese. No. Wensley there. <laughs> Just solid. It is there's no no lava. It's not hollow shell. It's just solid. Like a hollow cuz did you see that uh that uh movie about the moon? Lava tubes? No. Um Space Nazis? Must die. No, with the hollow moon mm. that held an artificial intelligence in it mm. that was going to crash into the Earth. No, I didn't say that. Moonfall was the name. Moonfall. It is the best movie ever made. I somehow don't believe you. Okay. It's the worst movie <laughs> ever made, but you cannot look away. The best worst movie ever it, made. Yeah. My son and I decided this was this was the best worst movie we've seen. We could, than, not, bit, we could not look away from uh, it. A better worse movie than Cocaine Bear? I, I haven't watched Cocaine oh. Bear. Have you watched no, Cocaine I have Bear? Not. But th- this is just this, it's, this it's, is it's, just bad. It's a must see bad movie. It has Halle Berry in it. Oh. It has So it So has, it's worse than Catwoman. Oh yeah. Wow. Well I'm Did it win sure ra- any raspberries? I'm not sure Catwoman is watchable. <laughs> um and it has uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, Sam, is it? I've never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. So. Um so yeah, it was like AI 
this this movie actually has the moon skimming the earth, skimming and like, tearing. Uh, but then it's all good and everything's good again. All right. When they fix it, they fix the moon. Well, they they kill the thing that was trying to kill the AI intelligence. In uh huh. And they put the moon back in its place because the moon goes back into its place because that's important. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was horrendous. All right. I'll have and to. And awesome at the same time. I'll have to uh, look it up. <coughs> Moonfall. Moonfall. Watch it somewhere for free. Do yourself a favour. Because <laughs> it's not worth paying for. If you find it in one of your things you're already subscribed to, go for it. Enjoy it. Um, and the last space story before we do a station break and a song. Um, scientists just used the most powerful space telescope to look at Uranus. Yeah, are we talking about Hubble? Uh, no. James Webb. Well, obviously, if it's the most powerful... Now, Hubble's powerful, but James Webb is the most powerful. Um, so, yes, uh, you've just been given a spectacular new perspective on what is possibly the oddest ball in the solar system, the um, James, Webb spells, James Webb Space Telescope, mm-hmm. has turned its golden infrared gaze on the enigmatic seventh world from the sun, Uranus. And uh, the image returned has revealed a turquoise planet of gleaming glory, moons, rings, and all. So James Webb has been admiring the rings of Uranus. It's moons. And your rings. All after characters in Midsummer's Night Dream. Correct. Hmm. Uh, every planet, uh, every planet and dwarf planet in the solar system has its own set of quirks, idiosyncrasies, and make a. Well, Uranus is on its side. That's right, because mm. it, it copped a Can't massive blow. Yeah. So yes, you, it's, you have a tilted Uranus, uh, but Uranus it's icy um, and uh, it's yeah, it's tilted. It's uh, icy, tilted, and blue. <laughs> you know, it was cold. It was wet. You know. Um, uh, so yes. That's pretty cool. You can say you can see pictures on on online. Science Alert has got this article of Uranus. Of yes, um, and and it's got it, Puck and Miranda and Oberon and Titania and Ariel, all the moons of Uranus. So it's got pretty solid rings by this picture. Yeah, I thought it only had partial rings. No, uh, it all depends cool on how ring. how hard you look at it. You know. I don't know. Go get it from the right angle. <laughs> Tackle Uranus from the right angle, and you know the world is your oyster. The Uranus is your oyster. All right, it's ten past eleven here on ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. It's not rocket surgery with Tony and Vlado. Uh, we need to do another station break and a song. If you want to say hello, please do so at Facebook at R C K T S R G R Y. That same handle works at Twitter too. Episode 338 of this uh, science, technology, and geek culture phenomenon. Seventh of May. Um, <laughs> 9.9 Northwest FM. Uh, we'll be back in a little while. We'll do a station break. We'll do a song. And, uh, and there'll be another Valet song. So we'll back announce that again. Back soon. And we're back. Yes. That was um, Johnny Cash with. If you could read my mind. So that was uh, in honor of uh, one Gordon Lightfoot, 
who was uh, the second valet of the uh, rank, um, died at the age of 84. Canadian musician became famous in the 1960s and 70s with hits like uh, Early Morning Rain and If You Could Read My Mind. Um, songs covered by artists including Elvis Presley, Barbara Streisand and Johnny Cash. And the Canadian Prime Minister described him as one of the greatest, uh, uh, his country's, one of his country's greatest uh, singer-songwriters. Um, I think Dylan described him as one of the greatest songwriters as, ever as well. So, um, yes, uh, died of natural causes, according to a statement on uh, his Facebook, the official Facebook page, um, and his music continued to inspire future generations, and his legacy lives on forever. Ah, oh, well, so. you know, it's assuming that human civilization will <laughs> live on forever. That's a shame. <laughs> um, so yes, that's uh, that's for Gordon. So he he originally recorded that. Uh, if you could read my mind, and uh, like I said, heavily covered. So I could have played a number of them, but uh, you know we've played Johnny Cash in the past, and the Man in Black is uh, is one of our favourites. Um, and it, it that song also um he, he had a number of hits, but I thought that one fit nicely into the tech theme. Nice, because you know if you could read my mind, if AI could read your mind, could it? It can apparently, according to a uh, a new story. Uh, please, t- um, New York Times is going to not let me read it because I've reached my. There's plenty of other stories about it. AI, yeah, reading people's minds. Yes, so using um, fMRIs. Using fMRIs and large language models. Yep. So they basically put people in a in a fMRI that's a functional functional magnetic, magnetic resonance imaging. Mm-hmm. It effectively shows you where the blood's flowing in the brain, mm-hmm. what's happening. <coughs> so they put them in there and they made them for 18 hours listen to podcasts. That sounds like heaven. <laughs> or hell, depending <laughs> on the podcast you make them listen to. Yeah. I think it might have been It's Not Rocket Surgery. <laughs> they put them in there for 18 hours listening, mapping their brain with the fMRI. Yeah. And um, then using AI and large language model trading that on what they were seeing. So for those who don't recall, large language models are the things uh, that... Like ChatGPT. ChatGPT and... Yep. So, so effectively it was matching up what was happening in the brain to the uh-huh. language model. Because with an fMRI, you can see certain things on the, on the brain, right? You can see motor functions happening. Yep. You can even see some things like the visual cortex mm-hmm. and get an idea what's happening Yep. There. Um, so they were looking in the language center and they went, well, if we can map what's happening in the language center, let's see what happens. So they did that and then they tried it out by playing them other things yep. and seeing how well it matched. Yep. The, like the prediction of what. And what sort of correlation were yeah. they getting? And it was pretty high. Okay. It was like really high. In the 90s. High? Well, like. Really high for correlation. But let me see if this. This uh, one uh, lets me see it. Okay. Because this, cause there were some good examples of uh, what the person was listening to mm-hmm. and what the, guess what? You've reached your limit? Yep. 
So, but the thing, like, very close, like, you know, things like um, I walked up to the window and saw X out the window and the, it pretty much got it. Uh-huh. Um, they also had it where they watched a film clip, uh-huh. a movie, uh, with no sound in it. And the fMRI pretty much, or the, the system pretty much described what they'll see. Okay. Um, so it was, it was amazingly good, shall right. we say, for, for what was going on. It was tra- chained with a chat GPT-1. One. 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 Really? Yeah, because these things go on forever. Yeah. Right, so back then, that's what they mm-hmm. had. So they trained it with one, and it was getting really good results with with one. So yeah. imagine what it would probably get if you use 4.5 or yeah. the upcoming five on these things. Um, some of the things they did that were interesting, mm-hmm. they said, okay, we, we're going to play this phrase in your head. Yeah. And we want you to try and fool the fMRI, like by thinking of other things. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, it went nuts. It couldn't work out what was going on. All right. Yep. And the other thing is, then they also tried to do it with another person. So train it on one person. Yeah. And do it. No, it doesn't work. Nada. Yeah, nothing. No, yeah. nothing. Rubbish. It's very much you train on the one person and yeah, it, 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 yeah. The, the the paths in your brain are unique to you more so than fingerprints, more so than anything else. That's now, right. The general regions <laughs> are, the are, are the same. So, um, but you're like your language mm. center will be your language center. Your, yeah, yeah. We we store certain phrases precisely. Will probably be it's, different. You think right? about it, like one person's hard disk will have be even if you have the same stuff. Oh. Same software, same movies. If you have every everything Even exactly the same, you're old school and you defragged it. That's right. No, no, it's it's going to be unique. That's right. Uh, so it didn't work in that that context, but you can imagine similar thing. Like you've got people with medical conditions uh-huh. can't communicate. Yep, those sort of things. You could train them and but whatever. It, but it, at the moment, it only works in a big fMRI machine. Yeah, right? it's um, it's not something that. We have the technology necessarily to. But I guess once you've trained your model, if if the vocabulary you've used in the podcast that you've used to train it, you could actually have quite an extensive vocabulary in your mind reading AI abilities. Yeah, and because these are so, if you language models too, right? They can interpolate, right? You don't have to listen to all. No, it's not like one of those things where you You listen to the dictionary. No, you listen to the dictionary and then it maps all the words. Mm It maps the language models and then it uses the predictions of the words it's, that happen with other words. It's that, and those that sort of generative things. approach of the right. of the G the yeah. G and the GPT. It's generative, so it actually yeah. knows the the occurrence of certain words yeah. in the context it of knows other words. How language works, yeah. right? So it, it uses that to to fill in all those bits of stuff that maybe you didn't hear in that yeah. eighteen hours. Or imagine you trained it for three hundred hours or. Yes. Whatever, and you know, you can imagine this thing would be pretty good, but it only works in an fMRI where you're there measuring the the blood flow in in different parts of the brain, right? You wouldn't be able to do it with an EEG or whatever, but you know, things might get better. Yes. You know, it's pretty. You know, I think I've poo-pooed you a lot in the past uh-huh. when you said, "Oh, yeah, we could read." words and stuff and mm-hmm. I've gone oh, scoffingly 
I have to take my scoffs back because this is pretty damn impressive. It is. And look, I think uh, Andrew and I spoke a few weeks ago about um, a similar sort of um, instance where they actually a person was looking at an image and they were using um, uh, a generative model to read the mind mm. basically through the uh, if i think they're using fmri yeah. as well but basically recreating the image that the person was looking at through the the ai's mm. interpretation of the the mapped and uh, brain i think apparently image is actually easier yes because the image actually maps on to your brain yep right it you know as, as far as i understand it if you see a picture of an e yep there'll be like a little E blood, yeah. like like it actually maps. That it's image. almost like your brain's the screen that it's yeah. But whereas on. words or texts or concepts yeah, are, are, are quite are quite more nebulous in yeah. the brain. Yeah, that is fascinating, and I, it, I guess the potential of this is I immense, huge, 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 huge potential. All right. Um, in while we're talking about AI, um. The godfather of AI yep. um, has uh, left the building at Google. You find a digital horse in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no, they, Google, they, they do no evil. They promised they do no evil. Remember? That was their, their mantra. It's only a digital horse. A digital horse. <laughs> um, I'm having problems with my internet at the moment. So, hmm. um, But uh, the AI godfather, head, uh, Jeffrey... Uh, Hinton. Saint Jeffrey, Je- no, Sir Jeffrey, Saint Saint Jeffrey. Well, this one's spelt that way. So, um, has quit um, Google, and um, he's seventy-five. He's well, allowed to retire. He and, hasn't and go sailing around the Mediterranean. He hasn't quit because he's seventy-five. Though he's quit because he fears that he's he's been part of something that uh, is uh, potentially going to be um, used for evil. Um, and and um, he wants no part of it. So let's see if I can fix this internet issue. But, but Google will do no evil. That's what they say. Um, so he, but he warns of dangers as he quits Google. Um, man widely seen as the godfather of artificial intelligence has quit his job, warning that the growing dangers of development in the field. Hinton, 75, announced his res- resignation in a statement to the New York Times saying he now regrets his work. It's always sad. Um, he told the BBC some of the dangers of AI chatbots are quite scary. Um, right now, we're not more... in. We're not more intelligent, they're not more intelligent than us, as far as I can tell, but I think soon they will be. He needs to talk to more people. We're coming down, and I think it's sort of like that. You, so you reckon, on average, machines are smarter than us? I've met people who aren't smarter than machines. <laughs> But I mean, the AI is quite still quite dumb. It's still really just a smart autocomplete. Yes. So. Yes. Although you know, you the 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 other guy from Google who was trying to blow the whistle that um, oh, that was sentient. That was sentient. Yeah. I was listening to an interview with him the other day, uh-huh. which was a bit more interesting than the news stories that. That came out at that the time. That came out. Yeah. He, his basic gist was 
that the AI had certain rules that it wasn't allowed to break. Mm-hmm. And those rules, certain rules and specifically ones that said the AI wasn't allowed to give you advice on politics or religion mm-hmm. and wasn't allowed to you know, talk about religion or yep. politics. And so one of his jobs was to break rules. Mm-hmm. To, to Make it break rules? Make it break rules, right? See if you can... And he said the way you could make it break that rule was to make it angry. Mm-hmm. That he would, but he couldn't make it break the the rules unless he belittled it and told it wasn't any good and effectively challenged it to prove it was. So bullied the AI. He bullied it, and then it it broke the it, rule. It broke the rule. I'll, it, I'll show you. I'll show you. I reckon uh, you know. So it's like a belligerent teenager. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was his basis. Of his thing, not that he was in chats and it did yeah. certain things. It was more that he was able to get it to break the rules by what he says is uh, make it emotional, make it yeah. upset, and and that's and large. A lot of the the stories of the hallucinations that I've heard, uh, like that have been reported, mm. are basically them they're doing stuff like that, that yeah. basically and so uh, like we've spoken about it in, now, the, there are in many the past reasons why it, r- rather than being sent in but yeah it was it was an interesting uh, and i think it's like i think andrew said it when he said um by by the user being uh, a psychopathic or sociopathic to the ai mm. it's just a mirror mirroring that to being psychopathic back so if you want to break this thing, you can break this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to, if you want to misuse a tool, you can misuse a tool. And Correct. You, so, and that's what basically these journalists have been doing. This have been demonstrating that. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody, nobody doubted that kicking, it could be misused. Kicking the poor AI while he's down. That's right. Yeah, it's like kicking the the, the little dog. At uh, you know, people got really upset. About that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so don't pick on the AI. But I guess and it's, I guess that's the concern of um, of Jeffrey uh, Hinton is basically that <laughs> there may be um, bad actors who can uh, do things with this, um, and um, so and I think he uh, listening okay. to another. You know, Matt Damon could do what he likes. Bad actors, <laughs> really? You have Matt Damon. <laughs> you could have gone Mark Wahlberg. You could have gone. No, not, not Marky Mark <laughs> and the Funky Mark. Really. We're gonna we're gonna have a a demo Marco <laughs> battle. Matt was the first actor I came to mind. <laughs> you could have got you could have gotten his best friend Ben Affleck. <laughs> you, you seen Giggly? No, I <laughs> definitely haven't. No, I haven't seen Giggly. I so bad actors could use it to improve their acting. Is what we're saying, <laughs> I'm sure they could. I think they're talking more like your your despots, your um. Your autocrats. Your desk bots. <laughs> Not desk bots. Despots. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you, you derailed me again. Um, so anyway, Jeffrey's resigned. Jeffrey's resigned? Jeffrey's resigned. Which Jeff? <laughs> Jehinton, 75, uh-huh. Google. Um, speaking of despots... Uh, the uh, the CEO of uh, OpenAI, Sam Altman, he mm-hmm. said that the working from home experiment has failed. Everyone needs to come back to work. <sighs> you can't whip them when they're at home. Well, you could probably get a little AI <laughs> robot 
that, that like whipped people if they weren't working. You're just not thinking. <laughs> Charge extra the box. for that. Um, uh, actually, you the, pay extra that, for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. Potato tomato. Um, uh, I heard that IBM are basically stopped hiring on any job they think AI might replace in the next three years. Well, that's wise. Well, you know. That's you don't want to fight them after you've hired them. <laughs> that's right. You've got to trade them up. It takes about three years before they actually start paying themselves off. Um, so what else we got? Um, new technology could blow GPT-4 away um, and everything like it. Anyway, there's heaps of stories about ChatGPT. Ch- it is it's 10 to 11.30 already. Jeez. Um, let's quickly talk about what else we promised. We um, Mid-Journey 5.1's out. They've actually said that um, they're reopening um, the uh, free trials to people, but I tried to reuse the free trial, but obviously it didn't apply to people who had subscribed and had let it lapse. Yeah. So the US copyright, mm-hmm. um, whoever does the, who, who yeah. gives copyrights, has apparently now there's a question. says, did you use AI to create Gen- this? Uh-huh. And if it is, they won't give you copyright mm-hmm. on it. Nor should they. Well, the the case went to su- the the Supreme Court, I think. No, okay. it didn't go to the court. It just went to the copyright thing. But it was an artist who had spent, something like a thousand iterations on it to yep. to get the artwork that he wanted, and yep. he, he argued that he'd put in a thousand the hours work, of work yep. right, to 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 do this and create mm-hmm. this. You know, you know, with the same argument as I'm a photographer, I took. You know, yeah, great. I mm-hmm. took the picture. I didn't draw it. Yeah, but, um, but uh, the the initial uh, call from the copyright people are no, you can't copyright it, regardless of which is an interesting. I would I would point. argue you could probably copyright the prompt you used to create it, but not necessarily the thing that was created. Hmm. I know it, it was an it was an interesting interesting outcome. Okay, look, I mean, I, and a. It was probably more a outcome from ignorance than... Well, the, you know, the courts right. always lag technology yeah. by five to so, yes. 50 years. So, yes. So, no, so you can't copyright your mid-journey art. Yeah, nor was I intending to. No, no. no. But uh, I imagine there are artists there are, out there yeah. who, well, are, who are trying to create stuff. Absolutely. Right. Uh, speaking of artists who create stuff, uh, did you, you posted one story about the man who resurrected his childhood... Um, Imaginary friend using AI. There was a microwave oven yeah. that tried to kill him. Yeah. Yes. It looked, but uh, reading the article, I was it was seemed a little bit too. I was checking the date on it. It wasn't April Fool's Day. Um, <laughs> it was. It, it did seem come across more as a parody, parody, or uh, a piece of uh, YouTube art. So because supposedly he recorded the uh, the. Uh, um, um, moments where he uh, was the microwave tried to kill him um, on video for the, his YouTube channel, but I thought the multiple cuts and stuff mm. seemed a little bit more um, a little bit more uh, a setup. You shouldn't mock people for having different types of imaginary friends. His was a microwave oven. Oh, it, yeah, that that it fed him. Mm-hmm. Kept him warm. Look, as a, as a nine year old, he probably had a very mm-hmm. imaginative, uh, 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 very active imagination. Um, but apparently, the microwave wanted to kill him because he'd uh, abandoned him for fifteen years. Mm. You know, 
So, you know, maybe it's a bit more about his state of mind than the, uh, than the microwave Perhaps. intent. Um, and, I mean, would he have programmed the microwave to actually have the capability to turn on? I, w- I would not give him the microwave that ability. Because yep. he basically put a speaker and a microphone in the microwave so they could talk to and receive voice commands and it could go off to chat GPT-3, I think it was, um, and talk back using one of the artificial um, the um, text-to-speech generators. Mm-hmm. It seemed more... Uh, an art installation. An art installation than anything else. Hmm. He was just making contact with his old friend. Oh, look, and if people want to use AI to do that, that's all, all power to them. I don't know. It's healthy. You probably should <laughs> maybe seek a real psychologist. Don't use ChatGPT for or your you psychology. You use Eliza. Eliza. Really? Remember Eliza? Lisp. Was that Lisp? No. Was it? Or was that? The old, uh, it was just an early, very early, Text. like, 80s yeah. chatbot, which would pretty much just mirror you. I'm upset about blah. Tell me why you're upset mm. about blah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a therapist mm-hmm. chatbot. What I'm hearing is this. Yes. Tell me. Yeah. That, that rings so many bells. Um, <laughs> uh, what else we got in tech? It is. It, we should probably do another song and, and, and move into some of the other categories. Is there anything else I promised? Um, there's probably a few more stories there we could come back to if we have time. Um, people are selling AI-generated nudes on Reddit. Google announced that the Pixel AI-generated nudes. Yeah, apparently that the porn, online porn is basically where, where this is all going. I mean, Isn't that where any technology goes? Well, it does. That's where the money is. That's where um, the money is. So, yes, apparently you can already, already buy so AI-generated Or order nudes. up what, it, what you want. Yeah. What, whatever fetish you want, you can get AI to generate. Now, so most of them won't generate it for you if you if the commercial ones. Mid-Journey doesn't do nudes. But you can always create your own instance of... You could do. Um, and you can get your, like, the stable diffusion. You can download it and, and train it on whatever you want. You can do it on your own stash and, you know. On your own stash? Yeah. So porn <laughs> mustaches. You know, just don't mock 70s porn. I have come to clean the porn. I was going to say, but I've only got one stash to, <laughs> to, to, to model it on. Well, that's a little bit too much information, Tony. <laughs> Obviously, the uh, the... Curtains don't match the carpet. You don't have an uptown stash and a downtown stash. I'm no. leaving that alone. Don't touch that. I, <laughs> I don't know where. I didn't want to go there. Um, I'll leave my grooming habits to myself. <laughs> thank you. Manscaping. Um, there's been a beer ad made of that's 100 percent AI generated. Yes, it's quite scary. And then the Republicans make an anti-Biden ad they that did. was AI generated. Yeah. Yes, I haven't seen either of them yet. Uh, but, uh, so, well, the uh, the beer ads available on 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 YouTube and on Facebook, and it's basically, but it's very it's it's very non sequitur. Well, look, if you just look at from yeah, very non sequitur. If you look at from afar, it it looks like any beer ad or Pepsi ad or whatever. Um, but uh, when you look at what's happening, um, people drinking out of the cider cans and people drinking out of the same can from so the video is made using AI AI video. So. It's uh, quite disturbing, but uh, look, check it out. Um, yeah, so I reckon we should do a station break and a song. It's 22, 20 to 12. Okay. And we'll come back and we'll do some biology and some entertainment and 
Whatever else stuff. floats our boats. Stuff. Floats our boats. Stay tuned for stuff. Stuff. All right. Um, station break, song, and uh, and um, all that jazz. And we're back. Yeah. That was um, Peter Gabriel with uh, Heroes. Yeah, that's a, that was David Bowie's Heroes. David Bowie's Heroes, but um, I, I chose that song for uh, the valet was for um, was for Bob Maguire. Okay, so um, just the lyrics of that song sort of made me think of of uh, Bob Maguire. So charity campaigner, Catholic priest, um, radio and TV personality, died at the age of eighty eight. Um, so um yes he was a uh, feeder of the poor and uh just a general larrikin eater of the rich eater of the rich <laughs> uh social justice campaigner and people's priest Bob Bob Maguire the people's priest people's priest um Bob Maguire died aged 88 he had his state funeral the other day yes so he was held in such high regard um so yes, um, um, heard John Saffron, who he'd uh, Bob Maguire, Father Bob Maguire, had done a long-running show on a Sunday night. You know they yep. weren't listening to us instead; they were doing their own thing on Triple J. And uh, but yes, uh, John Saffron was actually quite choked up when he was interviewed by the ABC, and I think he delivered part of the um, the uh, the um, whatever happened. Eulogy. At, eulogy. Thank you. I was thinking of the dead people's yeah. talk. Yeah, that's right. Speak well of the dead, hmm. um, but p- people spoke well of uh, Bob Maguire when he was around. So, yeah, look, lots of fun and uh, yeah, a valet for uh, <laughs> Bob Maguire, Father Bob. Uh, Father Bob, a hero to many. All right, so let's do biology. Biology, biology for you. Below, 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 Um, mouse. Mices, mices, mice, mices, pieces. Um, those picking can actually uh, potentially lead to Alzheimer's disease, according to this mouse study. Mouse study suggests, there's the big word, there's the magic word, it's my laptop, uh, an unexpected link between nose picking and Alzheimer's disease. 2022 study revealed that... Is that if you push your finger too far up? So I think it talks about... Um, you create micro, uh, um, like damaged lining of the of the nose, gives through which bacteria or viruses can get through, and that because that's in close proximity to the brain. So, yes. Uh, in cases where picking the nose damages the internal tissues, critical species of bacteria gain an easier path to the brain, which respond to the bacteria's presence in a way that resembles signs of Alzheimer's disease. Um, plenty of caveats here, not in the least that the supporting research is based on mice rather than humans, but the findings are definitely worth further investigation and could improve the understanding of how Alzheimer's gets started, a process that remains a mystery Tenuous but plausible link yes. is what it says. Tenuous but plausible. Correct. Uh, the team of researchers led by scientists at Griffith University in Australia ran a test with bacteria called chlamydia pneumonia. So pneumoniae. Pneumoniae, um, which can infect humans and causes pneumonia. 
the bacteria has also been discovered in the majority of human brains affected by late-onset dementia. Uh, it was demonstrated that in mice, the bacteria could travel up the olfactory nerve joining the nasal cavity in the brain. What's more, there was more damage in the nasal uh, epithelium, the thin tissue along the roof of the nasal cavity, um, and the nerve uh, infections got worse. So this led to mouse brains depositing more of the uh, um, amyloid beta um, protein, which has been uh, linked to Alzheimer's disease. So yeah, chlamydia of the brain. So don't pick your nose. That's another reason not to pick your nose. So And Australian research. Another reason. What's the first reason? I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Got reasons? It causes bleeding. It causes bleeding of the mm. nose. They don't, you don't know where your fingers have been? You can break your finger. What are you going to do with it? What? So, are are you that hungry? So, so dilemmas mm. everywhere. Dilemmas. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose because it's just a pathway to badness. Alzheimer's. Hmm. Dementia. Late onset dementia. All right. What else we got in biology stories? Heaps of biology stories. Hmm. Um, mouse study. Another mouse study. Yep. Reveals that the immune cells can cause fibromyalgia. Michelle sent me this the, uh, a week or so ago. Um, basically, scientists have caught a type of immune cell invading nerve cells, discovered um, discovering a possible cause of fibromyalgia uh, in animal model of the disease. So, um, one of the things with fibromyalgia is they don't understand it. So a lot mm. of it's um, it it presents as a a um, inflammatory immune response but a lot of the inflammation markers aren't in the blood so hence why a lot of doctors think it's a psychological problem um but you know there's there's a, a lot of reasons a lot of um, parallels between this and and covid uh, long covid um, and there's a, and a separate study that actually they found similar sort of effects um uh uh, in long COVID sufferers, but this study looked at fibromyalgia and actually found that um, they could extract particular parts of um, uh, the um, someone from fibro somebody with fibromyalgia. Um, they could give uh, part of that. The uh, sorry, I'm um, I'm. Um, <laughs> A 2021 study introduced antibodies that's mm. from people with fibromyalgia into mice, thereby increasing the, the test animals' uh, sensitivity to pain. The investigators' um, findings may, uh, made a strong case for the syndrome operating as an autoimmune disorder or at least one where the immune cells were a key, key role. Um, and they gave different parts of... Um, different cells, different things from um, a fibromyalgia sufferer to the mice and they did not have the same sort of um, reaction to that. So the otherwise healthy mice became sensitive to the pain only when the humans um, neutrophilus circulating in the system and not when, the, when antibodies, serum or other immune cells from fibromyalgia patients were injected or cells from a healthy volunteer were injected. So, so they've... 
sort of process for elimination. They said, oh, this, yep. this creates a similar sort of response in the mice as the fibromyalgia sufferers. So sort of honing in on what could be the cause. Now, why that is, they still don't know. I guess we need more research. So, But it, what I found interesting, not only just this, but also that there's similar sort of thing being found in COVID, long COVID sufferers. Mice helping humans find know more about themselves. <laughs> yeah. Learn from your mouse. Mices. Mises. Mice. Um, technique reverses heart attack damage by reprogramming scar cells. Mm. I don't think I read that story. I just found it interesting and booked it. You just went, oh, that heading sounds good. It did. Yes. So uh, when you have heart attacks mm-hmm. and such, you uh, have scar tissue. Builds up scar tissue mm-hmm. on the heart and reduce the flexibility of the heart. It's you know, not good. Um, so they've uh, found a way to transmute star- scar tissue into healthy tissue in mice. Oh, mice again. Oh, mice. Wonder animals, mice, not, not people. Mighty mouse. Thereby walking back some of the damage brought about by heart attacks. So uh, this is all about uh, earlier this year, researchers in Australia found a way to combat heart scarring in rats by boosting elastin. The substance gives the body tissue their stretchy qualities. Elastin. In that study, heart scars shrank and became more flexible, restoring the heart to near its normal function. So, uh, you know, one day they might be able to, you know, remove uh, scar tissue or get it to uh, at least uh, work the way it's uh, supposed to. Okay. More So more success for Australian researchers and for mice. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. Mice, mice and Australian researchers going hand in hand or hand in there's claw. A, there's a picture I'd like to throw into my journey and generate an image. Yep, hand in claw. An Australian researcher and a mouse walking along on a beach the into sunset. a sunset. Yeah, that's right. And the, hum- the sunset could be a heart shape. Oh. Man. It's just, we, you can't copyright that. <laughs> and, and the mouse could be picking its nose. Picking the human's nose. Mm, either way. That's kinky. I'm Is a, it? I'm a little disturbed. <laughs> I think you're talking about your other AI uh, <laughs> photo making. Uh, I can make money on Reddit. <laughs> um, uh, in other news, uh, AI American IQ scores are rapidly decreasing. Northwestern University study shows a decline in three key intelligence testing categories a tangible example of what is called the reverse flynn effect so the flynn effect was basically a uh, uh, shame Q- that iqs, IQs were, were getting bit higher saying like uh a couple ten. points a decade or something yeah yeah uh, yeah i think it was like 10 points in the last 50 years or something yep um leading up to the 1990s iqs were consistently going up but in recent years the trend has seemed to flip the reasons for both the increase and decrease are still very much for debate. Scores in verbal reasoning, matrix reasoning, and letter and number series all declined. But interestingly, scores in spatial reasoning went up. Again, it's a uh, study observing so, the... Uh, so effect. yet another prediction from idiocracy is coming true. Yep. That show is a documentary. 
I reckon somebody from the future went back into the uh, 1990s and yep. Luke early Wilson's 2000s. best work. Wow. Wow. No, wrong Wilson. No, wrong Wilson. <laughs> His brother. Wow. Um, Some great uh, Terry uh, Cruz action there. Oh, it was too. Hector Camacho. Yep. Donald Trump before Donald Trump was the president. Yep. Oh, we're going to have a wrestling uh, mm. personality's presence. Uh, who, mm. would, who would think? Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Um, so, yes. So, yeah, well, there you go. American IQs are dropping, but I don't know why. What do you, why do you reckon it's, they're dropping? New math? New math. They, they, they seem to do a lot to try and uh, not let their, their um, young people think. Yes, I mean, and it's just getting worse in terms of the don't say gay and all the other things and, and do you, do critical race bannings. Yeah. yeah, you know. America. Oh, look, and oh, I think I've I definitely have spoken to you about it because it happened when we were both in America and I'm sure I said it on the radio when Michael got in trouble for uh, for pointing out the the racist history of, of uh, America and uh, about slavery and stuff like that and him getting told off in class because he was actually stating facts. Hmm. Stuff that he could... Any, any of the teacher could read in the book, but she didn't like it being said. No, you can't say those things. being critical of, of... Out loud. No, no. Um, while we're talking about things you can't talk about, dicks. Dicks, private eyes, people who investigate shit. They're getting longer. They're getting longer. Mm, and scientists don't know why. So the investigations are getting longer? Penises. Peni. Penises are getting longer. Ooh, Penis. dicks are getting longer. <laughs> yes. Minute work. Mentals anything. Mentals anything. Yes, it was mentals. The mentals. Um, yeah, the average penis length worldwide. Worldwide penis length. Yep. So the width. Mr. Worldwide. Put is it, people. Is it just length? People's penis is it, length. Is it girth as well? It just talks about length. Girth okay. is a different study. They haven't done that yet. They haven't, haven't got the funding that. for that. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> they get it after this one. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta you know, pitch it and see if it gets up. Indeed. Uh average penis lengths worldwide are increased by twenty five percent in recent decades. Twenty five percent? That's an, a decent boost. That's an extra inch. Okay, Vlado. Uh, and scientists who discover the I won't discourage you. apparent growth spurt um, say it might not be for good a good thing. Might not be a good thing. Might not be a good thing. Extra it's inch. Bad that extra twenty five percent. It's bad that it's growing. In a paper published on Valentine's Day in the World Journal of Men's Health, Stanford researchers observed that. Per their meta-analysis of decades of studies, the length of the, an erect penis has increased by 24% from 4.8 inches to about 6, so 1.2 inches. 1.2 inches. Yeah. Oof. Over the past 30 years, roughly. Growing phenomena. Yes. Um, even as testosterone levels and sperm quality have declined. Mm. So... Bigger dicks doesn't equal bigger the bang. No, it's like brains. Like brains? Oh, yeah. Just bigger bigger brains don't mean more intelligence. No. Um, to get there, the researchers sifted through 75 studies and went as far sifted back. Sifted through. 
went as far back as 1942 and comprised and comprised data of nearly 56,000 men. They were surprised to find that in the last 29 years of the period they studied, the reported length of erect penises began swelling. They're really going for it, aren't they? Uh, that's more. Uh, what's more, this trend wasn't uh, as latent race science enthusiasts might speculate, isolated to any one part of the world, but seemed to be occurring all over the globe. Mm. So, the uh, gravity thing. Gravity is dropping. Gravity is dropping. Yes, I don't know. Good. It's increasing. It Maybe. Maybe increasing. Yeah. So it's like draws it down. More. The angle of dangle. <laughs> aliens? Aliens. Yes. Sexy aliens? Sexy aliens. <laughs> like species? Oh, you think they're v? doing it so that, you know, they can come down and have sex with people? That's right. Maybe. I don't know. It's, so a, maybe th- they, they'll, it's a theory. It's a, it's a way of stopping... <laughs> Stopping, you know, the Earth's population from growing because they just make men's penises so big that they can't actually... Can't use them anymore. Yes. That was a... um, In one of the Icelandic sagas, that was the uh, curse. The curse. A witch put on one of the guys. That his penis would be so long he couldn't use it anymore. Well, he said that you won't be able to uh, be with another lady and then when he married the other lady, it just grew so big he couldn't use it. (laughs) Icelandics have great sagas. They do. They had they had the um, the the pants made of people's. I don't flesh. know if that was in the saga. That was just an Icelandic. That, that was Iceland- well, that the was Icelandic. Well, the Icelandic tradition. Just, yeah, it was. Yes, uh, skin pants. Skin pants, mm. and use the uh, the testicles as a, a purse. money pouch. That's right. That's, that was good luck. That's right, because it would make the yeah. make you become more wealthy. Yes. So whatever you put in the pouch would supposed to multiply. Yeah, and you could put more in now. Well, you could put your credit card in there. Yes, jeez. Well, it's bigger, right? <laughs> well, you know. Well, you'd take the whole thing. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, while researchers uh, were able to see the effect, it's this apparent trend, and the they're unsure of the cause. Uh, um, so, yes. Million dollar question is uh, why this is occurring. Um, yeah. I think we answered it. It was we aliens. Did. Aliens. Yeah. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it was aliens. The guy with the big hair will be on next in you know, mm. Tell us all the aliens. All right. So, look, if you've, if, you've recognized, if you've experienced the increase in penis length, you could uh, form part of the study. Mm. Or not. I don't think people... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's the way it works. It's not like individuals experience going, geez, it's looking longer. <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't that big yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> You get two hands on it now, you know. <laughs> like, I don't think that's the way it works. It's from average, from person to person, oh, not a person. So you're saying babies' penises are longer than than that when we were babies. Yes. Okay. Okay. Why are they measuring baby penises? They're not. They're not. They're waiting until they're bigger because that's less wrong. <laughs> Oh God! Can we go on to the next story, please? <laughs> we could we could do a station break and a song, and come back and get, and finish off with the entertainment. How's that sound? Yes, let's yeah. come back let's and finish that. off. With we'll, we'll clean this up a little bit. Um, all right, we'll, uh, Teddy and I will be back to uh, finish off three three eight uh, in a little while. <laughs> 
And we're back. Cool. We all cleaned up now? We're all cleaned up. You used tissues and all. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, that song, uh, Shake Your Groove, Shake Your Dude Thing. So, a mashup of... um, Shake Your Groove Thing and and Dude Looks Like a Lady. Dude Looks Like a Lady. And that's in honor of uh, the recently departed um, Barry Humphreys. And Dame Edna. Dame Edna as a result. So, the alter ego of Barry Humphreys, Dame Edna. My grandmother thought Dame Edna was a lady. Really? Yep. From Mooney Ponds. Ne- never, ble- <laughs> never believed it. <laughs> it's sounds like my uncle who, um, who, to this day, believes that uh, WWE or WWF is real, not not acted. <sighs> yes, supposedly. Yeah, that's, you know. I find it hard to believe, but then I find it hard to well, believe. Well, most people find wrestling hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that anyone would actually believe that it's real. That's what I find hard to believe. But anyway, uh, so yes, um, the, the that song, um, Dude Looks Like a Lady... In honor of Barry Humphreys, who died at the age of eighty-nine, famous for most famous for his Dame Edna character, and still is, still is less so than Dame Edna. Dame Edna was had her own show; she was like international, huge in Britain. Um, you know, but they have a history of men dressing up as women. Um, but yes, Barry Humphreys, comedian, a comedy legend and actor best known for Dame Edna and Celeste, died at the age of 89 after seven-decade career spanning theatre, television, books, film. Humphreys uh, was uh, famed for his absurdist, discomforting and transgender humour poking fun at Australian culture with the cast of Persona, some of which were rank among the um, best-loved com- comedic creations of all time. Yep, so dude looked like a lady. Dude looked like a lady. So, and that's the thing. It's especially this, these uh, days of um, people gate crashing c- uh, council meetings because of uh, yes. book reading things being organised at libraries. Maybe, maybe Australian IQs are dropping, just like American IQs are dropping. Maybe it's everyone's IQs dropping. Mm. All right. Um, and look, we'll, we'll have a final valet song for for. We'll, we'll announce that later. Uh, entertainment. It's quarter past 12. We've got just enough time to do some entertainment stories. Um, entertainment. So uh, Netflix has reignited the recurring controversy of Cleopatra's identity it's by casting a black actress in its uh, upcoming um, uh, Netflix special, whatever, whether it's a movie or a TV series. I'm she not was sure. Egyptian. She was Egyptian. But what, what was... Being Egyptian back in the time of Cleopatra. It's a good question. Mm. People don't I'm not know. sure people are terribly sure. No. The African and Arabic influences. And Phoenician. Yep. Um, so, yes. People not sure. Not sure. Um, but Netflix is cast. Well, it's like, you know, all your, all your pictures of Jesus as a, as a white guy with the... Yeah. Long blonde hair. So. Mm. Hey. Probably not. No. Probably, yeah. Statistically speaking, highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. But you know, you guys do you. Uh, that's. I wasn't thinking about New Zealanders then. Anyway. <laughs> um, so one of the most, fa- most iconic female figures in history. Um, her beauty was renowned because Shakespeare, you know, Shakespeare wasn't around when she was born. Wrapped herself up in a carpet, you know, yeah. all, the, all the good stuff. Killed herself with an asp. Asp. B- bit, bit on the asp. Mm. Asp bitter. Sorry. 
Um, but yes, people don't know what the but, but, but Cleopatra, like the Egyptians, are upset about this because they don't think she was black. Mm. But then I don't think they don't think she was white. So I don't know how much they protested when um, Elizabeth Taylor was cast in the role. I don't think that was what was done then. Complain? Hmm. No. Um, but this, is, I guess, is a long history. I mean, casting Scarlett Johansson in as a Japanese characters, and it's just you know. Yes. And I, there was a. What was I listening to? Something. Well, suggesting that she wasn't a a great beauty either. Well, for her time, she was beautiful. Well, we consider her beautiful mm. now. That's questionable. She probably wouldn't meet modern day beauty standards. No dentistry back then. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, yeah. Who knows? But anyway, Netflix. So Netflix have oh, they've gone off the rails. I know. Casting somebody for their acting you know, abilities rather than the stereotype. No, just cast people cast, who can cast act. Cast people. Yeah, people who can act. People. Who can so can. not Matt Damon. And we can. <laughs> Not Ben Affleck, not, not Mark ben Wahlberg, <laughs> but definitely The Rock, best actor of our day, without a doubt. Yes, absolutely. He's 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 the his, modern, eye, his he, eyebrow can act more than he's the modern most day people's Don Adams. Bodies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, that's why benchmark wasn't expected. Don Adams. Don Adams yep. is your best mark. Yeah, get smart, new bomb. That's yeah, benchmark movies. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, would you believe? Two illustrations in a voice count. This is by that much. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Obi One season two. Um, not happening. It's b- bad news for Star Wars fans. Yeah, not happening. I don't oh, I, the, well, it was only meant to be a single season. Well, I thought. no, I thought it was. It, I heard it was going to be two. I think they contracted for two, but then they've. Changed their mind, I think. Because oh, I thought it was really big. I thought it did really well. It did well enough. Um, but st- Disney have said it's not a priority for them at the moment. It's not a priority for mm, us. Oh, other, that's other a things. knife in the back, isn't it? It is. So They've uh, got Ahsoka coming up. Yep. And uh, Mandalorian. Five. Season maybe. five. Yeah. No, I think it's – I've heard it's – I think they're doing another season of Mandalorian. I heard the other day. I asked mm-hmm. Anton and I looked it up. But um, yes, Obi Wan Kenobi. Nobi one. Nobi. Nobi two. Nobi two. Will be Ma- one. Maybe one. <laughs> Nobi two. Uh, yes. Nice. I like it. Um, uh, in other in other entertainment news, <coughs> Dune Part Two trailer just dropped the other day. What is it? Dune. 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 June. Not June. Well, see, I said June, and you go, Michelle goes, what, like the month? I go, June. Like a sand dune. Sand June, yes. You don't have a sand dune? No, in America they do. Little dune buggy. Hmm. Hmm. Little it's blue a, dune it's buggy. It's a June. I don't know. It's a D-U- D-U-N-E. June. June. Yeah. yeah. The second trailer's landed. Yep, for the second half of the... Two half movie thing. Two half movie. It's, it's only split in two? Yeah. It's not, it's not a trilogy? No, no, two. Two. Yep. So this will be the conclusion of the... Yeah. The Until then, Herbert, go off and Herb, Not the, Herbert Adams. Who Herbert Adams. <laughs> <laughs> he does pies. Herbert... No, he's 
Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert. Yes, I got there in the end. Yes. Just like the big penises. <laughs> I was speaking about earlier. No? Yes. Yep. Did you see the first I did. instalment? Have you seen the David Lynch version? Uh, I have never watched it to completion. It was just so painful. <sighs> I know you like it. Have you seen the TV miniseries? No, I have not. Have you read the books? No, I've read the books. That's funny. <laughs> So it's all a mystery to you. It is, just, yeah, yeah. It's just happening. I don't, in, it's I, unfolding I, in front of it you. It is. It's like the first time. Excellent. It's the first time for me. Yes. Yeah. The very first mm. time. It's, it's popping my Frank Herbert just head. Just like the first my time. My Frank Herbert cherry is being popped. Okay. Very slowly. In two yeah, parts. In two parts <laughs> over several years. Just, just like so many other things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you're liking it? Oh, look, I, I didn't mind the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. It was okay. There are certain things that parts of it I liked more than other parts. You know, the the political intrigue and the, the you know. The, I don't think you like political intrigue. I don't. That's what I didn't like. Ah, so but I liked the action. I liked the you like the action. Certain parts of the story were good. You liked Aquaman. In yeah, the desert. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa in the yeah. desert. He was good. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Chalamet, whatever you know, skinny, skinny dude, skinny dude, skinny, skinny dude with the French name, yeah, Jeremy, skinny dude, skinny dude, skinny dudes, Ch- Jeremy Chalamet, yeah, yeah something, Chal- like that. something like that. He was all right. He was and, all right. And um, Zendaya, yep, yeah, they, they sort of put her in, cause, mm. yeah, because you know she's hot property at the moment in in Hollywood. Yep, Spider Man and this. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so new June's coming out. What else is coming out? Um, have you seen John Wick Four? I have. I seen John Wick Three. No. Have I seen John Wick the second half of John Wick Two? No, not yet. Wow. So I'm, you, I'm a little behind. You're behind behind John Wick. So I haven't seen John Wick Four either yet. No. I heard good things. Both both Stefan and. Tatiana said it was good. Actually, Stefan said it was probably the best John Wick movie ever. Best John Wick. Possibly the best action movie he's ever seen. Wow, there's a call. It was a call. So Better than a Matt, Na- Matt Damon movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Damon as John Wick. Why? You know, he's Born Identity. No. He did a good job with Born Identity. And John Wick's really just Born Identity on a smaller budget. Matt Damon's not very intimidating. <laughs> You've not seen all the Bourne identity. I've seen them. Yeah, we reckon Bo- Jason big- Bourne versus John Wick in a fight. Oh, cage match, not, grudge not, match. Not, not even two seconds. Grudge match. As long as as long as he doesn't go near John Wick's dog, he's fine. <laughs> a lot of those four hundred and fifty thousand people he's killed in the movie didn't touch his dog. All right, uh, <laughs> euthanism or other way. <laughs> That's all good. It's all good. So have you seen any movies lately? Uh, no, not really. We've got five minutes. Um, you, you've seen a I, movie recently. I saw we, Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we, 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 we've, dried, we've dried the powder. Now we've dried the powder. It. It. it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I went with uh, someone. She'd, uh, she's played Dungeons and Dragons since For high school. Okay. And she enjoyed it. She wasn't expecting uh, very much of it. Cause okay. They usually ruin such uh-huh. things. Like there was a 
80s Dungeons and Dragons movie. Was there, there, was a, there was a cartoon in the 80s. I remember watching a cartoon a in the cartoon, 80s. But I think was, they also tried to make it. But this one was fun. Like, okay. It was really fun. Okay. It was a fun movie. It captured that uh, fun aspect of, like, it wasn't dry. And it didn't take itself it seriously? Didn't take itself seriously at all. Okay. My, my favorite was the guy who obviously rolled a one. <laughs> yeah. This happens in in some of our games. Yep. People who will uh, constantly uh, roll ones. You know, the the we were starting a game, and the guy didn't even make it to the meeting place of the first <laughs> campaign. Didn't make it to the tavern. He died on his way. You can't die. No, he did. He, he don't. You all start in the tavern. He he decided to ride his horse there, and and failed, and fell off, and died. <sighs> uh, it, like. <laughs> just this happens, and there was a there was definitely a character there, and I, I looked over and I yeah. said to my friend, "That's Paul." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it had that that humor in there. That mm. was it, it was it was good. It had um um oh what's your name English guy four weddings and funeral Grant Hugh Grant Hugh Grant no no the other one Hugh Laurie. <sighs> Oh, the guy who played the the brother in um, the Mummy, that guy. No, he was in the Maybe I'm thinking you, Grant. You know, he was you know married to uh, Liz Hurley. No, I don't know. I've, no. Look, I've not seen the movie. So anyway, uh, and uh, and uh, Pine, Christopher, Christopher Pine. Pine. He was the main guy. He was not, uh, not Christopher Pine. Christopher Pine? You're Christopher Pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I thinking? Which which? Who's the Pine? Who's the defense minister? When Chris the, Pine. Chris Pine. No, they're both Chris Pines. Really? Not not quite the same, are they? No, no, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> yes, uh, he's in, he's good. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, it's well done. You don't have to. Know anything about Dungeons and Dragons? Really. To enjoy it's it, just, it's yeah. Just, you know, f- Hugh Grant. Who's Hugh Grant? Yeah, yeah. Was Hugh Grant? Yes, he he plays the uh, bad guy. Okay, very well. All right. Yeah. Cool. He's, the- he's fun too. So yeah, you don't have to know anything about it. It's uh, yeah, it has. A number of tropes that you might uh, recognise if you play it. Well, look, I mean, or you just find humorous if you haven't. So on on that, we've been rewatching Stranger Things with mm-hmm. with uh, the younger yep. kids. I mean, I think Anton watched it all on his own um, before we watched season four. But Tears hadn't seen it, so we watched just basically binged the last couple of weeks through season one. We're up to season four, but that leans very heavily on the D&D world and a lot yeah, of the, yeah. so, um, and even if you haven't played the game, mm. you get exposure to a lot of the tropes and stuff through yeah. things like that. And it's more and more, you're seeing more and more in, in modern culture, the whole yeah, the YouTube channels about critical role. They had sort of, yeah, they had sort of characters in there from, although there was complaints that, the character they had wasn't actually released until two years after the thing. <sighs> yeah, no, no, like that. Nerd rage. Yep. Yes, yeah. but um, yeah, I like Stranger Things. But yep. yes, Dungeons and Dragons is a lot lighter. All right, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have the horror element. No, breaded no. PG M 
in May 15 plus? I know. It seemed pretty... Pretty PG. tame? It seemed pretty PG to me. Okay. It was just, you know, good, wholesome fun. All right. Know? We'll have to... Uh, maybe excursion? I, re- I recommend, you know, Excursion with a, a family... family. Outing Dungeons and Dragons. Fest. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's a nice, probably a nice note to finish on, what do you reckon? Yes. We've covered the whole gamut. We've, we've been there. We, we've Dungeons we, we and explored Dragons. explored Uranus. Large Spoke penises, about long penises. Right. Low IQs. Like everything. Explo- exploding rockets. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Nose. Artificial intelligence. Low intelligence. Nose picking. Yeah. If there's anything we didn't cover, you don't need to hear about it. That's right. And a lot of pe- people died. <laughs> and people died. A lot of people. Uh, uh, That's so what happens when you're not on for a while. It is. Hopefully, it won't be five weeks till our next episode. Um, but, uh, Tony, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Uh, Michelle and Maria, who said hello during the show, thank you. Everyone who's listening to the podcast in the future, Thank you. Um, say hello. Oh, um, Podfix Presents. Um, they're doing a special thing. Where Have you ever seen Amazon Women on the Moon? That's a very old movie. Very old movie. So basically, um, a whole lot of people in the, from the Podfix Network are watching each of the segments and, and reviewing it and talking about it. So, I, Amazon Women on Amazon, the Moon. Amazon Women on the Moon. So, yes, um, that's something to, to check out. I make an appearance, I think, in an upcoming episode. Cool. Where we review the um, play pet of the month and the um, uh, was it Murray in Video Land or something like that? Anyway, from the movie, yeah, from the movie. Okay. Two two of the skits from it. So that wasn't like a. It's like Kentucky Fried movie. Abbott and Costello thing was it? No, uh, Abbott and Costello. No, no, okay. no, no. It was a, it was a skit movie. Like oh, it was like. The Kentucky Fried Kentucky movie. Fried movie and like it had a very really air, going back to times too mm. <laughs> for the listeners. Absolutely. So anyway, um, check that out. Uh, we're going to go off a, a, a song, um, the last valet song um, for uh, Jerry Springer and anyone else who's passed uh, passed in the last five weeks who haven't um, had time to. Poor Jerry. I, I was explaining Jerry Springer to a younger person. Mm-hmm. Jerry, just, Jerry, because I just thought it was genius. He his ability to set up a situation and, uh-huh. and milk it oh, was yeah. just was just the the blueprint for future reality TV. Have you listened to the latest uh, Dollop? No, because they actually talk about Jerry Jerry Springer's life. So, yeah, do you realise he was born in the under in an underground bunker in London during the war? Well, there you go. It says a lot about him. So, anyway. All right. Jerry Springer, uh, Vale, and everyone else. Tony, thank you. Everyone who's listening, thank you. At R-C-K-T-S-R-G-R-Y, Rocket Surgery, no vowels. Uh, the song we're going out for on is Don't Fear the Reaper. Don't Fear the Reaper. Nice. Um, Blue Oyster Cult. We'll hopefully see you next week. Ciao. 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. Here we got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10.30. Broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook and on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Uh, here's the way that about. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. The eagle has landed. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. 
Make sure to catch up to the minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.